in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06. 12.06, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM on this side. It's Monday. It is May 9th. Folks, Juan has a good piece in this morning's Providence Journal. Do you know the journal's three bucks? Holy cow. No wonder they're always pushing the specials. I'm going to read that uh, to you in just a moment. I do want to credit the Providence Journal that at least they did... Uh, publish my op-ed. I want to welcome everybody in. This is the noon report. It's going to be a memorable one, folks. At this point, we're just taking on the establishment ourselves. Um, I have given up trying to on the Republican Party. I have given up on the, well, I don't know, maybe that's a little stuff, but my point is I'm not going to wait for them anymore. I'm not going to wait for them anymore. In the past, I might have said, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Forget it. Why? Why well, I don't need to. Right. It's it's uh, why why put myself through that when they don't even know what they don't know, so to speak. And I know that it sounds incent- um, I, I'm sure that sounds very condescending. It's not meant to be that way. But, folks, we are just dealing in facts. It is the noon report. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. And then we're also on um, YouTube and then we're also on Twitter Live. And then obviously, folks, you can listen on the radio. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I always just like to make sure. There we go. There you see it. The voter fraud exposed behind me on the screen is, in fact, the den of thieves. So if at this point, folks, this is basically what it has come down to, <coughs> is basically me against the Democrat Party. We saw on Thursday, and before I get into the whole thing, um, we, unfortunately, the Republican candidate for governor is clearly not up to the task. Ashley Kalis. Um, I don't know what to make of those ads for the fighter. And she gets on stage with the five Democrats and doesn't say a word. So I, I, I don't know about fighter. I don't know what kind of fighter that is. Certainly no one that needed to be contained. But we'll get to that. And I... I like Ashley. I think, unfortunately, it's the people around her. Uh, A candidate can't know everything. It'd be nice if the candidate knew everything. Candidate can't know everything. Uh, Therefore, the candidate, whoever it may be, has to depend on people around them, people to give them good advice. And as I've talked about, and I want to, if you missed it, last hour was a great hour with Justin Katz, uh, Politics This Week. Folks, I, I don't pull any punches. We have to be objective uh, there are some people you are not supposed to do that. Listen, you know, we, where are we if we if we don't have the truth? Where are we if we all just start to act cult like? So if someone makes a mistake, we got to call them out. President Trump made a mistake by endorsing Dr. Oz in that Pennsylvania Republican uh, Senate primary. He made a mistake. Shouldn't have endorsed Dr. Oz. People make, you can't say that. He just said Trump made a mistake. But listen, I'm not, I have no interest in going to Jonestown with Jim Jones. Juan has no, I am not drinking the Kool-Aid. Everybody else, you can take my place in line and get a nice cup of cyanide. I'm not, I'm not doing that. You're not supposed to say that. I love that. I love that whole thing. I get that. You're not supposed to say, we're not supposed to say that. 
He said he likes, you're not supposed to say we like, we're not supposed to say we like that. We're not supposed to say we like that. What, what kind of juvenile junior high group club are you in? We're not supposed to say that. <laughs> According to what? Mail me the rules. All right, we're going to get to the piece in the Providence Journal. Listen, this is the best example. I had to do a little mop up. I think it's very telling that a week ago today, was it a week ago today? The Republican Party, Sue Sienke and State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, who, who basically backed out of the CD2 primary because they promised her to be Senate Minority Leader. You're not supposed to say, what do you mean I'm not supposed to say that? That's what happened. I didn't say it's a bad thing. I think it would have been a rough race for her to get into in the first place. She doesn't live in CD2. She, you know, it's a short window of time. You got to raise money. You have to get to know everyone. She's got a young family. I, I wasn't convinced it was a good move. But let's not pretend that it doesn't tie in with she's promised now Senate Minority Leader. But that fiasco of a press conference, folks, I can only hold my tongue so much. You know, when they get up and start talking about, well, in 1981, 1981, Buddy Cianci, those are your blanking examples for voter fraud. That is that is beyond pathetic. That's not even a C. Do better. And what frightens me is poor Ashley Kalis. This is who she has surrounded herself with. <clears throat> I will read to you. I think of this. The secretary of state puts in a ridiculous piece in the Providence Journal, published last week. And think where we are right now in May of 2022. I'm the one that has to respond. Does the top elected Republican respond? No. Does the head of the Republican Party respond? Thankfully, no, since she already dropped the ball. Well, Buddy Cianci in 1981, which side are you on? I mean, I know Susie Yankee at this point. I, is she drawing a salary from the Democrat Party? Is that what's going on here? This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, folks, today is a good day. It's, it's windy out. It's breezy, but it's going to be a good week for gardening. Stop in. Annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. I was there yesterday. They were slammed. Hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging patients, pansy, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom mulch are available, pickup and delivery mulch, dark, piney black, and hemlock crushed stone. They are a full-scale nursery. If you're listening right now, Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're open seven days a week. Nobody works harder. And gift certificates are available. Well, folks, again, good afternoon, one and all. It is one. And, um, you know, I, I mean it. I, I, I've hit a breaking point here. The way that they are stealing elections, the fact that they passed it in the state Senate, and... I've had it with, because this is the way it is kind of broken out. And as I've said in the past, I have, um, I generally try to refrain from criticizing people that I want to support. But I'll say this, they, they have to at least make the effort. Okay? They have to at least make the effort. Now, the fact that this, this voting, new voting legislation they want, the fact it passed in the Senate, we, we have to call it out. We have to deal in honesty. That's the only way things are going to get better. 
right? We have to gravitate towards the truth. The person that dropped the ball on that is State Senator Jessica De La Cruz because she failed in the state Senate to make a strong, cohesive argument. Period. End of story. You're not supposed to knock. Will you stop with I'm not supposed to? That train left the station a long time ago. Okay, if, if, if they're not going to do it, then we, the, but we, we will not be silent. So she had, they were ill-prepared press briefing with GOP chairwoman Susie Yankee. And, and I mean, on the one hand, first I was apologizing for not going. Maybe it's a better thing I didn't go because I, I, I would have been so out of my mind. It was so poorly handled. You can't say the press ignored it. The press was there. Kathy Gregg wrote a story about it. The media wants to be interested. I want you to hear me. All you people, the media, fake news, they want to cover this. They would like to cover an election scandal, but you have to give them something concrete. (coughs) Excuse me. Channel 12 last week, Channel 12 demonstrated that they are not afraid. That's exactly right, Robin Pacheco. They are not afraid to take down A sitting Democrat rep. Now, conversely, though, Channel 12 employee, Steph Machado. Folks, I I just have to get this off, you know, vocalize it to you, and then we're going to move on. And I I know I'm not wrong, but this morning's Providence Journal, I mean, get to that piece. And I credit them. By the way, I want you to share it. I put it on the Facebook page. I want you to find it. I have no idea if people are commenting on it or not. Um, I, 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 I have very little time. I certainly don't have time to check if people are making comments. I don't even care if they're making comments. But it's, it's the most comprehensive piece, short form, that you will read that counters how they, the, our elections are not legitimate. They steal elections. They're, gonna, they're trying to steal the, the next ones coming up. It's like a game of who's going to steal. It's like bribing thieves. But I just want to come back to last Thursday. You know, it's one of those situations. I wish I could have two hours of my life back. And it's the two hours on the one that I went to that gubernatorial forum. And I want to be supportive of Ashley Kalis. I met Ashley, the Republican challenger. Um, once you get through the niceties, whether or not you like someone, yeah, of course. But but it's, it, was, it's, it was obvious to me as I was trying to make that to Justin Katz. If, if you go into something and you have the wrong game plan, then it's going to be impossible to win. And she went into that forum believing that she was going to be under attack. You know, that would be like the Patriots. I want you to hear me out. This would be like the Patriots preparing for a game against the Jets where they think all week they're doing drills that it's going to be long bombs. It's going to be a big passing game. Every pass is going to be 15 yards, 25 yards down the field. And then when it comes Sunday, all the, do, the Jets do is run the ball, and they're running through the Patriots. So what would you say? Now, you can make halftime adjustments. But what we'd say is they, they, they prepared for the wrong offense. They, they didn't prepare properly for the game. And by the way, that sometimes happens. And sometimes you see a coach say, this falls on me. I didn't prepare our team properly for how they were going to be. Right. You go back to Providence against Kansas. Coach Cooley prepared his team. He had them ready. Kansas won the national championship. The game was in Chicago. Coach Cooley prepared the Friars for how 
Kansas was going to play offensively. So he prepared his defense. What he did not prepare his team for was how Kansas was going to play the Friars. So in the first half, when they blocked nine shots, Kansas had more blocked shots than PC had shots. That is on the coach. The coach didn't prepare his team properly. So when Ashley Kalis, the Republican challenger, went into this forum last week and thought that she was going to be under attack from five people. It's going to be five against one. Folks, I can't emphasize this enough. They ignored her. Someone asked me, how did she do at the forum at Crown Plaza Right Pack? I answered honestly, she was invisible. She was invisible, which is the last thing you want. No one is. Oh, so you're saying she should have tipped over a table and punched Governor McKee? Is there some in between? Could we get to, you know, drawing attention where people start to say, hey, who is that? Hey, whoever that is, they were pretty good up there. Hey, that person seemed to have different views than the other five people. Well, there were six of them up on the podium. Now, I have to, again, vent this. It is beyond me. This was a business forum. (laughs) A business forum. The sitting governor, Governor McGreed, Governor McKee, who is under a blanking FBI probe. I spoke with someone over the weekend that said, the Republican Party, they, they must, everyone must be celebrating this. I said, you know what? They don't even mention it. It's so atrocious. A sitting governor is under an FBI probe for a contract he was involved in. It was a rigged bid. He was helping his friends get the bid. That cuts to the heart of how Rhode Island is perceived. It's a pay-to-play atmosphere. you got to pay somebody off. Things are rigged. It's a rigged game. That's why a lot of people don't want to play. It, it cuts to the heart of one of the problems that the state faces. And I want to repeat again. Never even mentioned. Never even mentioned at the forum. One blanking hour. Not 10 seconds. Not he's walking to his car. Quick sound bite. A full hour. Governor McKee, nowhere to run. Nowhere to hide. Nowhere. Not one time. Someone said to me, how many times was FBI mentioned? I said, uh, that would be zero. Now, granted, as I stated on Friday, if there was an agreement, because the the moderator works for Channel 12, and there's a bad relationship between Governor McKee and Channel 12. As a matter of fact, Governor McKee blames Channel 12 for his FBI probe. If there was an arrangement... That the FBI probe was not going to be mentioned. It should be disclosed by RIPEC and it should have been disclosed by the moderator. And it is seemingly very possible that that was agreed upon. Because otherwise, let's face it, it makes no sense. You're talking about it's a business forum, business climate. And in the business of doing a contract, Governor McKee is now the subject of an FBI probe, but it is, it is, I, I, I don't accept it. I don't understand it. It is, it is inconceivable to me. Listen, I'm not saying for one hour you hit Governor McKee over the head with a pot and pan and just keep saying FBI probe over and over, but not once. And you know what the response is? Well, the moderator never asked it in a question. Oh, now we're waiting for the moderator. Oh, now it's the moderator's fault. Why didn't the other candidates mention it? I have no idea. 
But for a Republican challenger, if Juan was the candidate and they say, you know, give us the elevator speech, 60 seconds, who you are, what you're running. I am here because we're going to clean up the business atmosphere in the state. When I am governor, I promise you this. We will the, the, the office of governor will never be the subject of an FBI probe. Boom. First 30 seconds. Roundhouse. How is that not worked in? Unbelievable. It is. It actually is unbelievable. Now, as many, many people know, so I was on Newsmax on Saturday. And then when you do an appearance like actually. Yeah, twice on Saturday, when you do an appearance like that, you start hearing from people from. You know, various people I know all over the country. And um, and and I, I can't even express how, like, it's, it's not me. People outside of here, right, other cities that I know in the business were like, you know, you're, you're, you mean no one brought, not even mentioned. Nope. Not even brought up. Not even quickly. Not even in passing. Zero. Inconceivable. I would say amateur hour, but that would be an insult to all the amateurs out there. Now, I'm going to get to the piece that is published. Required reading for anyone that is running for office. If you want to know what's broken in Rhode Island, there it is. Providence Journal. Many reasons to question election integrity. Your turn. John DePietro, guest columnist, Rhode Island radio talk show host. It's page 11A. 11A, and I'm going to get to it in just a moment. But, folks, this portion of the program, hey, it is grill season. Get a brand-new grill, Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield. Pop in and see them. You're going to deal directly with the owner. How's your grill? Why not get a new grill? Maybe you didn't get one for Mother's Day. Father's Day is coming. You deal directly with the owner. They're going to match or beat any deal on all appliances, Pop it and see them. You park right in front. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. Saturday and Sunday by appointment. Now you say, well, I can't get there Monday through Friday. Make an appointment for Saturday. Uh, I'm going to you know, call them up. I'm going to come in Saturday. Okay, what time? 1130. 1130. We'll see you then. 401-949-7800. Broadway Appliance and TV. Now, folks, check out the website, petro.com which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Delicious food, lunch, and drinks. They're waiting for the Coesed Inn. Providence Journal. This is ironic that I have to be the one. I have to be the one to point it, to contact the journal, to counter, because Nellie Gorbea wrote that piece. By the way, the Nellie Gorbea piece, it wasn't focused at me. It wasn't aimed at me. It was aimed at Jessica De La Cruz, Senator Jessica De La Cruz and Susie Yankee. What do they do as Nellie Gorbea takes a shot at them? Silence. Nothing. They take it. The Rhode Island Republican Party, someone asked me, if I could change one thing, and hear me out, folks, right now at 1225 on this Monday. If I could change one thing to the Rhode Island Republican Party, it would be this. How much longer are you going to take it? And that goes for all of them. How much longer are you going to take it? How much longer are you going to allow the corrupt officials to continue to pummel you and, and, and rig the game? How much? Just give us an idea. Will it just be one more year? 
Will it be five more years? Will it be 10 more years? Just, I think at this point, the Rhode Island Republican Party owes it to the people of Rhode Island, to the voters, to let them know how much longer they're going to take it. Because then, once we have that date, then we could start. How much longer do we have to put up with the, the foolishness, the half-truths, the corruption? Because I, I, I've had it. I've absolutely had it. And, and I realized when I saw the group that I saw last Thursday that they are still content to take it. Remember, the worst line of Rhode Island, uh, uh, this, this, normally I am supportive. The Rhode Island Republican Party has to stop. And it's this line from Gary Sass. Above all, remember to lose gracefully. That has to be eliminated. I, I want to change their mantra from remember, lose gracefully. I want to change that to win at all cost. Right? What am I talking about? The Chicago way. See the movie The Untouchables. They pull a knife, you pull a gun. They send one of yours to the morgue, you send 10 of theirs to the morgue. By any means possible, whatever it takes, win at all cost. Stop the mantra. Remember, above all, we must lose gracefully wrong. Be a bad, I would prefer the Rhode Island Republican Party be bad losers and go after them. So tired of it. It's like rooting for the Washington Generals against the Globetrotters. All right, Providence Journal. Many reasons to question election integrity. You know, I had a glitch with my, I actually went out and bought this. I haven't bought a paper in a while. Feels good. I feel like Rush. Remember how Rushbo used to crumple it? I was, this is me now. I was appalled at the amount of misinformation. That word was chosen. Listen to to this. Put forth in the piece, Rhode Islanders should trust integrity of elections by Secretary of State Nellie Gorbet and Rhode Island Board of Elections Chairwoman Diane Medeiros. Commentary May 4th. Now, I'll say this. As much as uh, certain people, you know, Rhode Island Republicans will say, the media doesn't cover it. Kathy Gregg's already tweeting about this. Kathy Gregg tweeted this out. Kathy Gregg is tweeting out of the Providence Journal stories that I mentioned in this. And it's not Buddy Blank and Cianci from 1981. I write, it should not be lost on any voter. They repeatedly use the phrase, every eligible Rhode Islander, instead of every citizen of Rhode Island. The difference, our state is many residents who are not citizens, but live in Rhode Island and consider themselves Rhode Islanders. Why is that significant? Because in her piece, Nellie Gorbea keeps saying, our job is to make it as easy as possible for eligible Rhode Islanders to vote. And I go back to that press briefing with Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos when I said to her, what do you consider someone who lands at TF Green Airport from Guatemala? Do you remember that? I'll play the audio. What did she say? They're a Rhode Islander. I said, but are they a citizen? They're a Rhode Island citizen. El Rongo. No, they are not. They are people from Guatemala who happen to live in Rhode Island. But Gorbea constantly says Rhode Islanders. 
Rhode Islanders, we're going to make it easy for Rhode Islanders to vote, whether they speak English or not. So I start off by saying, notice, they don't say citizen. They don't like the word citizen. They don't use the word citizen. Because those people that are voting are not citizens. Now, Secretary Gorbea left out of her column an important date, August of 2017. Folks, that's what opened my eyes. That's what put me in the 1% to know how the fraud, how the, the game works. Right? When you talk to law enforcement, they become familiar with, with how crimes are committed. And sometimes, you know, if you watch Better Call Saul, slip and fall Jimmy, slip and Jimmy, right? That's, that's a scheme. There are people, they work different schemes. So... In 2017, with, with, when her office, this is printed in the Providence Journal, by the way. And by the way, I've already heard Gobea is ep- losing her mind over it. Her office, without notice or legislation, removed the birth date of every voter on the voter roll, leaving simply the year. The fact is, why was that done? Because it's much harder to cross-reference if John Smith... Born in 1980 of Cranston is the same John Smith born 1980 of Johnston. It'd be much easier to track if there were 100 babies born on July 1st, 1980 named John Smith. Now, I want to point out again, without any notice, no legislation, she did not send out. Nellie Gobea, Secretary of State, they sent out press releases on everything. She fundamentally changed the voter roll. And did it in the summertime in the dark of night. You can't, you can't check as easy. So as I have said, when you go to the voter rolls and there's 1,000 people named Hector Gomez born in 1980, you don't know. They hide the fact that according to the Rhode Island voter rolls, 500 of them were born July 1st. 500 of them were born July 2nd. Does that seem possible that on July 1st, 1980, 500 women were women in infants hospital? They all gave birth to a boy and they all named, their last name was Gomez. They all named his first name Hector. 500. What? No, it's impossible. That's why she took the birth date out. It continues. Gorbea Medeiros don't mention how in most states. Ballot harvesting, third-party handling, it's illegal. They never mention that. When they had the Senate hearing, they never mentioned that. Never, Rhode Island Republican Party, they never mention ballot harvesting, third-party, it's illegal in a lot of states. The dangers of ballot harvesting, best illustrated, 2016 election, what happened? Nick Mattiello, Steve Frias. The vote totals come in. Steve Frias won. And what does Mattiello do? He raises his hand and says, we won because I got 500 mail ballot votes. How did he know he had 500 mail ballot votes? Was that you? Listen, because the only ones they submitted were his ballots. And then you had the. The Brit trial, that, you know, the guy winning ways, Ed Cotugno. Is he have a doctorate, law degree? No. What's his specialty? Oh, he's the mail ballot king. Yeah, yeah, that sounds legitimate. 
just like years ago, years ago, there was the odometer king, the guy that knew how to very easily turn back the odometer. Oh, does that car say 90,000 miles? Let's turn it back so it says 9,000 miles. Then we'll sell it. All right, it continues now. And this is so important. This is the fundamental issue. Anyone that wonders, and I want to be very clear right now at 1234. Do you notice I don't mention dead people voting? This is not George Soros, and this is not election day at the polls. As I have told you, this all happens beforehand. The game is won or lost before the game begins, before election day. Anyone that tells you dead people, George Soros, they have no idea what they're talking about. All right, I want to go back to, again, Providence Journal. Folks, if you want to know how they're stealing, it's right here. Black and white. First time, you know, to their credit, first time I've ever seen it in print in a local paper. And I am very happy that my name is the one on it. Secondly, second example, and this is the one that opened my eyes, 2017 special election in Newport for state Senate seat of Teresa Piveweed. So she resigned. They had a special election. So it was a short window of time when a campaign worker went out, collected and notarized 230 votes and she was paid four thousand dollars. Basically comes down to $15 a vote, right around there. She was not paid to go out and collect ballots. She was paid by Dawn Hoyer, or Hewer, whatever her name is, the senator, still there. By the way, the same person that introduced the legislation in the Senate. Why is one person handling 230 votes? She was not paid to collect ballots. She was paid to collect votes. They need to stop using the word ballot. They're not vote ballots. If I run a campaign, I'm not paying you to go out and do 50-50 or even 90-10. I'm paying you to go out and just get votes for me. Does that make sense to anybody? Would Nellie Gobea hire someone, go out, collect ballots, if then every third one were for Dan McKee or Matt Brown? No, of course not. No, it's only for them. There's nothing stopping campaign workers from collecting thousands of votes. What do they want to get rid of now? The notary. In a very special election, this person in a small district got 230 votes. One person handled 230 votes. How many votes could they handle on a statewide campaign over a longer period of time? With no notary involved. What, 2,300? Should someone working for a campaign in Rhode Island be handling 10,000 votes, 20,000 votes? Now, it goes on. They mention the legal penalties for voter fraud. I always love this. Voter impersonation. Gorbea wrote, oh, they're very severe. Very severe. Penalty of perjury. This is now, quote. The Board of Elections will tell you in the last 25 years, not one person has been charged or convicted committing perjury while registering to vote. I want you to think about that just for a moment. They talk about, oh, it's a very severe penalty. If you get caught registering to vote in Rhode Island, 
and you're either A, not a citizen, or B, you're not a Rhode Island resident, the penalties are very severe. Boy, I wouldn't want to be you. Except in the last 25 years, not one person has been charged, let alone convicted. The reason, there's no mechanism to check or verify the information. Now, they say, oh, well, we have signature verification. You know what the signature they use, they allow, is an X. It goes back. How can you tell one X from another? I don't know. That doesn't look like the X that I have here. Really, it looks like an X. It's true. It was reported three individuals were released. Toy boat. Three individuals were flagged for voting twice in 2020. But that was Florida and Illinois that caught them. Rhode Island didn't catch them. Those states caught them. And then they notified the Rhode Island people. Now, this is also, it should be noted, they write, we review the cases. This is Gorbea and this Diane Medeiros. We review the cases when necessary and we refer them to legal authorities. So I wrote, well, they're not detectives. Why are they deciding who gets looked into? What if, now they didn't put, but what if the person works for Gorbea? So why are they deciding? It finishes. The threat to our democracy is the secrecy of the voter rolls. True. Ability for anyone to register to vote. That's true. And the mail ballots, the drop box votes, which undermines our systems. John DePietro, Rhode Island Radio Talk Host. Thank you. Now, folks, the the important thing about that at 1239 on this Monday. Now, I saw some people online and one person who meant well. Was saying now, do they monitor those drop boxes? The drop boxes are done and used, not for the convenience of the voter. They are done for the campaigns. So that person that collects 500 votes, they're not putting them in the mail. Because if you put them in the mail and there's something untrue, you can get at least, the very least, you get tagged with mail fraud. But if you drop it in a drop box, then there's no mail fraud. If you mail something, for instance, <clears throat> those parents in the Varsity Blues case, right? The colleges, the parents that were paying, anything that goes through the U.S. mail, if it's fraudulent, at the very least, you get, you get tagged with mail fraud, right? At the very least, you get tagged with mail fraud. So... The reason they instituted and why Gorbea, and by the way, folks, they want to have these drop boxes everywhere now. It has nothing to do with convenience. It has zero. Let me ask you this. Why would it be convenient if you are a voter and you are going to vote by mail? All right, so you're going to have to put a mail, you're going to have to put a stamp on it. Oh, no, it's much easier if I go and drop it in the drop box. Does that make sense to anybody? No, it's done to avoid the charge of mail fraud. That's what it's done for. Period. End of story. Uh, None of that was brought up at the Republican press conference that obviously fell woefully short. Um, But, folks, now I'm going to go to the reaction that's already starting online. And what I like about the piece that I wrote that is written and printed in this morning's Providence Journal is the fact it's recent. It's 2016. It's 2017 changed everything. 2017, when when the more they allow the drop boxes, uh, campaigns to handle all these ballots, 
the more you move into that, that is why Ashley Kalis is the only one up on TV. Because it's all ground game now. And, and, and what's interesting is they think, look at this, she's the only one up on TV. They're spending all their money paying people to go and collect the ballots. That's how they're spending their money. I'm not saying they may do a couple of commercials, but they're not spending. Why is she the only one up on TV? Nope. They're doing all ground game. They want to be that when Election Day rolls around, right, it used to be they get the bus, they bus people into the polls and everything else. Why? What if people go in there and they put the wrong person? What if they're late? What if they're sick? What if it's raining? What if, what if, what if? Why not eliminate that? And you go and you have the mail ballot, boom, and it's done. And by the way, the Dropbox ones, they're counted in real time. So election night, the ballots, the votes that are put into the drop boxes. They're tabulated. It's not like, all right, this is a close election. Let's go into the mail ballots. It's not like that. The Dropbox ones are counted in real time. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Listen, why not get your driveway paved? J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. Free quote, 401-732-1730. Licensed and insured contracting company, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J. Perry Paving. And the benefits of asphalt, hey, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by... Where are we? And there you are. Saturday Revival. Pop in and see them. Comfort, food, and cocktails. I love it there. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. I'll see you at Saturday Revival. So as a result of me writing that in this morning's Providence Journal, um, I will say at the very least, people are reacting to it. I'm seeing some of the, the tweets on Nellie Gorbea and the, the chairwoman stabbing Rhode Island Americans in the back. That's exactly right. That's just one quote from it. But I want to get to, um, thank you, David. David said, good, someone needed to do that. I, 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 I can't. I can't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, now you know when you get, uh, he, I, I don't know that. Oh, now, now when you're being attacked by Erickson, now you're getting somewhere. So Kathy Gregg, I don't know where the building is. Well, I've been inside there. Dawn Hoyer says, I'm proud of the campaigns I've run. Seeing the challenges people had casting the vote was a reason I wanted to sponsor legislation to make voting more accessible. The drumbeat of disinformation from those wishing to overturn elections is dangerous and disingenuous. Huh. In 2017, a political operative paid $15 an hour by Dawn Hoyer that using a list of voters who had requested mail ballots, she went door to door multiple times to collect the ballots and notarize them. So the fact is, it's being discussed. Now, notice how it starts to be framed. Now, did I say anything about trying to overturn an election? 
Did I say anything about trying to overturn an election? Kathy Gregg even says, was there anything in the, the story about a paid campaign worker collecting 200 plus mail ballots that was dangerous, disingenuous or incorrect? Easy to make false statements on social media, yet those claims never make their way to the courts. I actually did go to court. The majority of states use voter registration to verify for good reason. Yeah, an X. Erickson. Didn't really answer the question. No, it did not. Because there's nothing wrong about it. Now, let's see. We will see if the Rhode Island Republican Party jumps on it. They should. They absolutely should. But we will see. Instead, obviously, people that are not fans of Juan want to start to go after. Folks, I, I want to be very clear as well that the the most important thing here, you know what's dangerous is elections that are not legitimate. That's what's dangerous. And and I repeat the fact that she's sponsoring the legislation to make it all permanent. Uh, let's see. Voters lose out if leading candidates don't attend debates, observers say. Well, they all went, so. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, see, now, now you uncover. Why are they so afraid of that? Why do, we, why do we have to have ballot harvesting? Now, folks, next hour, I will get into some more um, news of the day. So... I don't know what that is. Um, he is. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Coogie. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Now listen, as we're transitioning. By the way, it's still cold out. It's still cold out. But as we are transitioning, now spring, eventually into summer, call R.E. Coogan Heating. 401 401- 732 6562. 401 732 It's Kogi. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. As Kog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 401 732 6562. 401 732 6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it's 1248. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And I want to be very clear. There is, um, there is nothing more important than our elections are not legitimate. They're just not. And the fact of the matter is... Um, It's just we can't sit on the sidelines. We can't sit on the sidelines as these candidates, the Democrat Party, where they want to get fully involved, basically, in illegitimate elections. And a good example of that is, let's see, it was um, last fall. No, it was the fall. No, it was during the pandemic, right? Right. Now I'm losing track. Was it last fall? 
the Brit trial. Well, anyhow, during the course of that, and that involved Mattiello went to the stand and so forth and had to do with the Cranston uh, mailer and blah, blah, blah. But the thing about that that really stood out to me was it was very clear that this ballot king, mail ballot guy, um, who who reminded me of, I don't know, I mean, he just seemed like a uh, almost a caricature of like like a, a grifter of some kind. Um, he he somehow knows how to work the mechanism with mail ballots. If you are, hear me out at twelve fifty on this Monday. This what I'm going to tell you is a nonpartisan thing, and, and and there's a lot of blame to go around. Starting with whether it's Ramundo, whoever, <clears throat> it, the leaders, the leaders in power, whether it was Ramundo, whoever, if they learn that there's a loophole somewhere. I believe they have an obligation on behalf of the citizens to close the loophole. But what they do in Rhode Island is they they just exploit it like everybody else. You know, this guy, however he does it, if they wanted to, right now, McKee, uh, Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, Speaker Joe Sakachi, the three of them could sit in a room and say, listen, we, we got to end this. We have to end this ridiculousness of the the mail ballots and early voting and all this other stuff. Let's, the three of us, sponsor legislation. We're going to close that loophole. We're going to do what other states do, which is there's no more third-party handling of ballots. A lot of times the people, when they get contacted, they don't even know the person works for a campaign. Many times people register them to vote. They register them to vote. They get them a mail ballot. They They take the mail ballot. I want to remind you, Mattiello, you know, he knew how many votes he had gotten and so much for the sanctity of the privacy of the of the ballot. Um, The fact of the matter is, if they wanted to, they could end that. So but they don't do that. They don't do that. Instead, they hire that guy and they exploit it like everyone else. Mattiello, he didn't say, hey, wait a minute, as House Speaker, we should close that loophole to make sure that that's not exploited. Therefore, so we have legitimate elections, but they don't do that. The leaders fall in line and hire that guy like everybody else. That should be ended. That's also that's not leadership that needs to change. I don't know who's going to change it, but I do know that right now, and it's a good thing on social media. It is at least being discussed. And that state senator is very defensive. No one's trying to over. Look at the words they use. It's dangerous. They're trying to overturn an election. Campaigns should not be handling hundreds of ballots. And right now, campaigns are handling hundreds of ballots, if not thousands of ballots. And no one is calling them out on it. Folks, this portion, well, one person so far is calling them out on it. This portion of the program is brought to you by Propane Plus. Now, listen, for all your propane needs, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus in Massachusetts, 508 252 3359. Remember, three generations, they're available 24-7. They plan and they're going to serve you for a long time to come. They offer online billing and the ability to schedule your service to delivery at the click of a button. Folks, call Propane Plus today. 
Call them. Uh, remember, propane, it's energy for everyone. Affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now renewable. Propane Plus. Give them a call today at 401-885-4209 or 508 508- 252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, what I like is, if anything, I'm drawing attention to that 2017 special election in Newport for the state Senate seat of Teresa Piveweed, where a campaign worker went out and collected 230 mail ballots, votes, and was paid four thousand dollars to do so so folks it's very simple to figure out how the equation works so you take four thousand divided by 230 so she was basically paid around 18 dollars a ballot right in around that that ballpark i think some of the ballots might have been challenged so you have if if that's the going rate If the rate is $15, you pay $15 a vote. You pay $15 a vote. So if you bring in, I mean, do the math. You bring in $15 times 2,000, 2,000 votes, you make a quick 30,000 in cash. Uh, And and then if you bring in 5,000 votes, votes now, they say ballots, but they're not paying you. To bring in other candidates' ballots. And I come back to, they now want to move this where the notary is no longer involved. Now, I'm not saying, and someone have said to me, when have anyone challenged the whole notary thing? At least it's the possibility to try to keep people honest. If someone was able to collect 230 mail ballots and, and was a notary, then who's to stop? Who's to stop someone from collecting uh, 2,300 or, you know, 12,000 or 23,000 votes for that matter? That's what we're talking about. That's why you don't see them up on television. That's why you don't see them up on TV because they're going to put all their money into the ground game. Does that sound like a fair way to do an election? Does that sound to you? That's a fair way to do an election. All these people get mail ballots and then they drop them in the drop boxes and the whole election is decided before election day. Is that the road that we want to go down? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by, come on, brother, it's Brother's Disposal. Now offering weekly trash collection services. Call today, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517, Brother's Disposal. Roll off dumpsters, weekly trash collection services, call for a free estimate. Now listen, maybe you're going to do some spring cleaning. Get a dumpster delivered to your driveway. Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Or if you're a business, they're now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland. You know, if you're planning on doing some spring cleaning from your basement or from your garage or attic, call Brother's Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Now, folks, uh, next hour, we will bring you the latest. Um, Obviously, 
what the Democrat Party is doing both locally and nationally. Boy, I'm looking also at a headline. Stocks more ugly. Netflix, negative 71% year to date. Whew. Boy, the, uh, the tech stocks are, are getting tanked. Facebook's down 41%. Bitcoin battered. Crypto fad fades. Snapchat's down 50%. Disney's down 30%. Google's down 22%. Well, they were all inflated, though. They all need to come down to earth is what they need to do. So that's, I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing. But I want to repeat what I said. We have a problem. When you have a forum, when you have um, candidates on stage in a forum, and the sitting governor, whoever that may be, is the subject of an FBI probe, and it's not even mentioned. I, I just don't know what world we're living in. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I need to start to explain to people in other states that's not the norm. Maybe we need to start at ground zero. In other states, that's not the norm. Um, in, in other states, you know, Governor Baker is not the subject of an FBI probe. Governor Ron DeSantis is not the subject of an FBI probe. I just, I, I will never, I won't accept it that it's not news. Oh, that's not news. Really? That's common? Run of the mill? Right? Doesn't even come up? Nope. Does it, can you imagine if Ron DeSantis were the, were the subject of an FBI probe? Do you, think, do you think that might come up in the news? Think they would look into that a little bit? Do you think it'd be discussed if he was on stage with people running against him? All right, next hour is radio only. I'm going to play some of the actions of uh, some of these activists over the weekend. It was just pathetic. pathetic. Folks, we have another full hour to go. It's the John DePietro Show on this Monday. Uh, remember, next hour is radio only, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. We're going to get a news update at 1 o'clock. The full hour, the power hour is next. You don't want to miss next hour on the show.